our topic today, we are going to talk about how we know that we are fully lesbian, no longer at all attracted to men, versus how we have identified in the past as bisexual, being attracted to both men and women. We identified that way for a long time, and then things changed. And now I think a lot of people have some questions and don't maybe understand for themselves even and want to know more. Yeah, I think it's hard for people to wrap their heads around the fact that it can fully change. And a lot of the times, I think it's more common than people would like to admit that you naturally identify as bi until you no longer identify as bi. Correct. Yeah, well, and I think everybody just kind of gets into what feels quote unquote normal, which for us was being with men. And you know that there's still an attraction towards the other gender. And it's um, something that I think you just kind of like shrug off and just like, oh, well, I guess I'm bisexual because I'm obviously okay with dating men or being married to men. But like, obviously, I can't just ignore the fact that I'm attracted to women, too. So I guess for me, I never even really dove into it and thought to myself, well, maybe I'm just actually attracted to women only um, because I just needed to stay in that normal area to feel safe at the time. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And I wonder, like, how much of it, like, if you're only allowing yourself to say you're attracted to women, but you're not acting on it. It's still enough to put you in the category of saying you're bisexual, but is it enough personally, like, and this is just me speaking for myself, attraction wasn't enough. Attraction wasn't enough. I'm attracted to many things. I'm attracted to nature. <laughs> so like right. I, I, I needed to physically um, experience what that attraction meant for me. And I think that's a, that's a, what what caused us to come out late in life was we were only allowing ourselves to to be attracted from the outside and not really understanding all of it within. Yeah, I agree. And I think also I just needed to give myself the chance to disconnect from what was feeling normal and dive into the other side of it and allow myself the opportunity to feel it and experience it and before I was doing that, I I didn't understand it. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And it's interesting that as, as a long-term, cause I, I would say we were mainly bisexual most of our life, you know, when we, most of our lives, when we discovered this, it was not something you had to, you didn't really have a coming out story when you were bisexual, maybe just with your partner, like, Hey, I'm attracted to women or I've been with a few women before, um, just a heads up that I, I do like women. Um, and it's very much like a, oh yeah, cool. I do too. So I understand. Um, and you don't have this big coming out story. You don't, you don't get a lot of questions, um, unless you're like openly dating maybe two people at the same time. But when you're in a traditional, um, you know, relationship uh woman and man it's not very it's not very questioned or um a topic that is up for discussion with people's beliefs however the second you switch completely all of a sudden now it's like a big surprise or it, it, like it, it just seems so I, I don't i can't wrap my head around it i guess well 
I agree with that completely because every single relationship that I have ever been in dating back to even middle school, every single boyfriend, husband, whatever knew that I was attracted to women. And when you say that maybe there's a coming out to your partner, for me, there wasn't even that much because they knew from the moment that they met me type of thing where it was like, I was just openly attracted to both. And I don't even think I ever took time to really say anything about it until my last relationship when I was married to Jeff and the conversation did come up because those feelings were getting a little bit stronger. And I casually asked him one day if he was aware of the fact that I was attracted to women and he without hesitation was like, well, yeah, you've always been that way. No upset feelings, no questions. It was just like, yeah, I know I've known not a big deal. And like you said, it's very interesting that it's so accepted and you don't even really feel like, like I would have never called my mom and been like, Hey, you know, I'm married, but I just want you to know (laughs) that I find Mm -hmm. myself attracted to women. Like, it's just not something that you even feel the need to say out loud until things start to evolve into more and you're like hold up um this is definitely something (laughs) yeah I I don't know I think it's I think it's silly it's it it's a similar situation with me and my pronouns when I had the she they I didn't have to explain anything. Everything's comfortable. It's like use one or the other, but I'm non-binary. Didn't have like a really big coming out, you know, nothing to justify or explain. Like I said, the second I dropped the she, her, and just went to they, them, all of a sudden now I have to explain. And it's like, you know, I guess it is silly that it is, oh, it's like a safety net. It's just a safety net of, well, you're not fully gay and you're just, you know, okay, I get it. So you like, you, you're attracted to women. Okay. That's okay. We can deal with that. We can, we can get through with that. As long as you're still saying at the end of the day, your head lies next to a man. I think safety net is the perfect term for it. For all ends, it's a safety net to protect you from other people judging it. And it's a safety net for other people to not see the true colors that lie within so you never have to really dive into it so it's just this like middle of the you know area where everybody can just kind of chill until they decide where they actually want to go and I don't know I say that and I know that there's people who identify as bisexual their entire life and that works for them and they can swing both ways and I love that for them um but that just wasn't the case for um myself at all and um I I think it really just took me experiencing it and it was it was no longer even a question for me. I knew immediately all of my feelings changed immediately. I was able to speak the truth on it immediately and I noticed almost right away that the attraction that I had felt towards men which is Uh, I don't know. I was always attracted, like we've had conversations about it in the past, attracted to my friends, you know, like they were always friends first. I was always like the one girl in the group of guys. And then I'd end up dating one of my, you know, whatever. And I started to pick up on the fact that when I'm walking down the street or walking through the mall and I look at people, I never found myself looking at men. And I started to think about my past and like, when would I ever actually check out a dude and be like, holy shit, he's hot. 
never, never. Mm. It was always women. Now I had very few like male celebrity crushes maybe throughout my life, but in general, I was always checking out women. Yeah. Yeah. And I think, um, I think you just start to live this life where you're like, oh, I just recognize beautiful things. I reckon women are beautiful. How can you so not beautiful. recognize? Yes. How can you not recognize beautiful, well-cupped, uh, you know, they take their time to get ready or, or not, but like, you know what I mean? There's just like a natural, soft, um, curvy, all of that, all of the beautiful things with a woman. Um, yep. One thing I wanted to point out is that something that I struggled with in the beginning, and maybe you did too. When I did make that leap, when I did finally stand up and say, hey, um, I got it wrong, thought I was bisexual, but here I am today saying that I identify um, as a lesbian, I really felt um, a little bit attacked from both, from both sides where I had straight people all of a sudden saying like, okay, well, I'm not, I'm not really that surprised, but I kind of am surprised because you've been married to men, you've had children, you've done all the things. And then you have the other side of the gold star lesbian saying, how dare you? You can't call yourself a lesbian because you've been married to men. You've had dick in your life. You've had children. You're not allowed to use the label. And one of the reasons why I hate labels is for that reason. And, you know, because I've been hit from both sides where you're not enough. You're never enough. And I am standing here in the middle saying like, okay, well, I, I don't like labels. I don't know which category I fall in. I don't know which box I check, but I'm telling you right now that I have no interest in ever being physical with a man again. I can, I can, I know I can um, have strong bonds. I know I can have a relationship, a friendship, but when it comes to a romantic physical relationship, I can no longer have that with a man. Mm -hmm. Hearing you say those things reminds me of the video that brought us together in the first place where I said multiple things that you just said in that video where it was, I was in that exact headspace at that time in my life, which was a little over a year ago right now that I was realizing that I didn't necessarily want to label myself because I was starting to realize that if I did, I might not be labeling myself the way that I had leading up to that point. And I was very confused and I didn't want to hurt anybody or myself. And yeah, it's been, it's been a whole year. <laughs> we'll just put it that way. Cause like thinking about where both of us were at that time versus now is just a little bit mind blowing. Mm hmm. Yeah, it really is. And you know what? The um it just took a lot of courage. It took a lot of courage and a lot of um you know, I know we're all sick of hearing this on TikTok, but shadow work. <laughs> it took a lot of shadow work <laughs> of just like going inward and saying like forget about what all the people thought. Forget about what you thought. Forget about what you're supposed to be, um what you were told to be and like what feels the most normal and what makes you the happiest all the way around exactly. what makes you the happiest and you know the one struggle that I had coming out was um you know with Tommy was that for a hot second he thought everything that we had together was a lie he was like well then you you made that up that wasn't real because you're a lesbian and it was like well no like I did have I did have strong feelings of love for you I did care about you I do care about you and 
all of the things that we had meant something to me and were special to me. I can't explain when all of a sudden the change and the shift happens and why it happens the way it does. I can't. But what I do know is that my whole entire life, I felt like it was normal. I felt like it was what I was supposed to do was to date men, to be with men, to raise a family with a man. Like I am, and even though at, you know, and I started having kids at the age of 25. So it was like, and already married. So it was like at that time, like I've said a million times, I just naturally thought when I had stronger feelings for women, when they would come up, I thought that's not me. I missed my opportunity. Had I taken that route when I was younger, maybe then I would see it all the way through. But for right now, I just have to feel it, allow myself to feel it, and then let it go. And I, every single time, I would allow myself to feel it, allow myself to feel the attraction, the desire, the wants, the needs, all of that, and then I would let it go. I would never act on it until... I realized that it was consuming me and it was doing more damage to me because once I started allowing myself to actually live a life that I was yearning for, I realized that was the side I I, I truly belonged to. And the other side was just what I was told and what I was taught. And I had to like unlearn a bunch of things and step outside and, and, and look inward and say, what, what is... What What is it that I really, really, truly want and what is it that I'm truly attracted to? And I, I think not knowing that my whole entire life, I didn't even trust myself with it in the beginning. I really didn't trust myself. And you, and you hear this common thread of like women who are lesbian, but a lot of, sometimes they fall back. They fall back into categories where they will go sleep with a man. They will have maybe a one night stand. They will sometimes secretly go do something like that. I've heard lots of friends tell me this situation and not just one, but multiple. And I think that, um, you know, like teaching, teaching an old dog, new tricks, like sometimes it's hard to unbreak these cycles that we've been trained where we think we are supposed to, um, you know, kind of bow down to a man and, and, um, and be desirable for men. Yeah, I think there's a very, um, I don't know, for me, it was a very fine line, but it was also a very defined line, if that makes sense. Like once I crossed it, there was no, there was no going back. So it is hard. I think in general, um, labels are stupid. (laughs) I've never liked labels. Um, Mm -hmm. And I, which is funny to say because like our entire brand is based off of the word lesbian. And I think that part of that is I am very proud to call myself a lesbian, but also going into the backlash that you get, the judgment that you get, the people that say that you're not good enough because of X, Y, or Z. That's the reason that I hate, that I hate labels. And it's, I think as long as you're just following what feels right and listening to yourself and not all of the things around you or how you were raised, that's what's most important because you can be married for 25 years and have 10 fucking kids. I don't care. And still wake up one day and say, you know what? This is not the life that I want to live. And you just need to, you need to embrace it. You need to do whatever feels right and not worry about what it is that people are calling you or what you've done your entire life. 
I feel like I get some backlash thrown at me in the in the word just choose or you know this is the lifestyle you choose comes at me a lot and I recently had that with a family member um you know say that they don't agree with the lifestyle that I choose to live and, and it's I had like, this conversation <laughs> yeah I had this conversation with my brother and and they said with this with the lifestyle that you choose to live in this moment. First of all, it's not a moment and it is not a choice. It is something that I've struggled with my whole life, back and forth, back and forth. And I finally surrendered. I just surrendered. That's all I did. I didn't choose one side or the other. I just surrendered and said, okay, I I have to live my truth. I can't live a lie anymore and living a lie is is literally going on autopilot picking your hand up and and making it and forcing it do what you've been taught your whole entire life and then stopping and saying this no longer works for me now is a is it a choice to stand up and take back your happiness absolutely is it, but it was never a choice of hmm let me just pick which one I want to be with today I was never doing that I was never I was never in that place to just say like well one day I'm going to have this and the next day I'm going to have that well and I think the fact that you use the word surrender is huge because if you have to feel as though you're surrendering yourself to actually feel like yourself it goes to show that like there was something wrong for a long time and in that moment by doing that, if it actually opens up a happiness that you have never felt or maybe a comfortability within yourself that you've never experienced, like that speaks volumes. That like almost solidifies your choice, quote unquote, right there mm -hmm. where it's like, how in the world can you kind of like when we were talking about that family member recently, how can you not look at this moment and see the true happiness and me just being able to like freely be myself and be in love and be in the moment and be comfortable with who I am for the first time ever. And like, that's, that's all, the, that, that's all that should matter. That's it. A hundred percent. And that's the part that hurt the most. That is the part that hurt the most where I stepped back and I thought they saw me at the wedding. How could they not see my true happiness? My true, I'm so comfortable in my own skin. Anybody that knows me and watched me on this past journey in this last year, just get more and more comfortable in my own skin and see my true happiness and love shine through. Not even just because I'm with you, but just alone in myself is so huge for me. I mean, we're coming up almost on a year anniversary of me almost ending my life. And I look mm -hmm. back at that and I think when I was in that moment, when I wanted to give it all away, the reason why I wanted to end my life is because I was so terrified and, and destroyed that I was hurting other people that I hurt, that my decisions hurt other people. And I don't want to hurt anybody. And I was willing to continue to hurt myself, to continue stay hurting inside to make sure other people felt good. And that, in the end, doesn't add up to shit. It means absolutely nothing. You have to go after your own happiness. You have to fight for what you want. And you you can't get caught up in all of the other opinions and expectations and perceptions that people had for you. None of that means anything in the end. They're not fucking paying your bills. They're not with you every day. And they don't know how you feel internally and what you're going through. And when you're going through heavy shit and you're to the point of saying, like, I'm going to end my life because I can't go forward with making everybody else hurt. 
there's a fucking problem there. Mm -hmm. Those are the people you need to get out of your life and you need to move forward and you need to rebuild and you need to learn to love yourself and allow yourself to be happy. And the ones that don't get it and that don't belong are going to naturally weed themselves out. This person in my life that said this to me was a blessing in disguise for me because for a hot second I thought everything was good. And then the true colors came back out and I was like able to say, okay, now I have my boundaries. Now I know like I don't necessarily need, I can be cordial, I can be respectful and I can treat people the way I want to be treated, but I don't have to allow this person in my life anymore because they are not right for me. Mm -hmm. Yeah. I think it all just boils down to sticking to your guns and saying, despite what anybody else thinks or feels if I want to identify this way that way or the other I'm going to do that because that's what feels right or maybe you're just curious and you want to explore it explore it figure it out let yourself make the decisions for yourself don't let anybody else sway your decision and be attracted to whoever the fuck you want to be attracted to be attracted to yourself that's kind of fun too take it from me Mm -hmm. like that was something that we both had to go through as well and was a huge shift for me once I finally lost a lot of weight started like getting out of my comfort zone and saying hey you know what like I don't need anybody else to tell me whether or not I should post this video I like it I'm gonna post it and then guess what Mm -hmm. I'm gonna watch it two or three times because I like it yeah I think and I think naturally a lot of people content creators in in general fell in love with themselves over these past couple years making videos whether you want to admit it or not like you're confident like naturally your confidence boosted you fell in love with yourself you started to watch your videos and think wow I am attracted to myself and that's a great fucking feeling like feel that don't be ashamed don't be ashamed to to boost your confidence right it doesn't mean that you're arrogant or full of yourself. It means that you're able to say, I love who I am and I'm proud of myself and I'm going to show it and I'm going to embrace it. Do that first and then figure out who it is that you want to go sleep with. I want to hear from other people too. Like I want to hear other people's stories as far as like where their journey led them. If they're still just okay with bisexual, if they're starting to find themselves like really wanting to know more about being a full-blown lesbian. Mm-hmm. Yep. And I, yeah. and I think, I think personally, like I have a hard time and I know I've said this before, I even have a hard time using the label lesbian, especially now that it's, um, being openly non-binary, I get thrown at me all the time. You know, there's so many gatekeepers out there. They're like, nope, you're not allowed to be lesbian anymore. You're not, you're non-binary. Nope. That, that cancels you out from the equation. And it's like, yep. well, okay. So I'm just here. I'm queer. I'm happy to be here with all of you. I love all humans. Humans are humans. I care about human rights. Um, I want to. I want to love everybody the way I want to be loved and treat people um, with respect and kindness and lead with my heart and whatever that whatever category that puts me in. That's what I am. Yep, and that's where you should stay. That's exactly where you should stay. And it doesn't matter what anybody else thinks or feels. You just got to be yourself. It's the most important part at the end of the day because you go to bed with you and you wake up with you and that's who you're stuck with forever. So you better like that person. Before I came out and I would talk to um, friends, my straight friends, um, there were a lot of friends that would say that they were attracted to women, that they thought about women sexually, but they could never physically be with a woman. 
because mm-hmm. and I and I can see the one friend I'm thinking of. I can see her eyes just kind of get bigger and and like I could never go down on another woman. And it's just like to me that's interesting. To me it's so interesting that we've been it's another part of how we've been programmed to think that women are dirty and gross and disgusting and need to have special soaps and fragrances to keep our bodies smelling like a fucking rose petal or something. And it's like, like all of these things we've been taught since we were, we were little, little kids. And it's like the fact that someone can say, I'm so attracted to women. I think about women when I'm pleasing myself. I think about women when I'm sleeping with a man, but I could never be with a woman. And it's like, first of all, sweetie, if you're afraid to taste yourself, then I don't want to fucking taste you because like... (laughs) Like you should, the chef should know, like you're the chef, like you should know, like, like, don't be afraid of like your womanhood, lean into that. And I always say like, I, I don't know, like, I, I think it's just interesting the way we've been taught and programmed to, to think a certain way that we need some, you know, some special fucking product out there to make us, to make us, uh, more desirable yeah i i think it's silly i think women get into a place where they and i i say this because i was at this place prior to dating you um where you know you hear all these things you see all these things and a lot of women start to get to a place where they actually feel uncomfortable in their own skin for for me to the point of I would never even let men go do things down there for me because I would immediately start to think to myself, like, what if, or like, and it was kind of a whole situation surrounding it to where like, I would taste test myself first because it was like, fuck, I don't want to, I don't want to smell a certain way. I don't want to look a certain way, yada, yada, yada. And I think a lot of women get to that point because yes, that we are held to like a super high standard when it comes to that, which is fucking bullshit. And human bodies are human bodies and we go through different cycles and we go through different things and we're not always going to appear or smell or present the exact same way every single time. And it is what it is. Um, But I mean, Mm -hmm. Hey, maybe that's what plays a part in a lot of women identifying as bisexual because they are attracted to women, but maybe they're not willing to take that step or maybe, you know, for some women who are in woman loving woman relationships that identify as bisexual maybe they can't touch a man's junk and that's why they're identifying because they are attracted to men and they do find them to be attractive people but like they would never get in a man's pants and like you know it could go a lot of different ways (laughs) i think like honestly if i had to like lay it all out like i would almost say i could probably fall in the category of pansexual because i feel like i could naturally I I'm attracted to personality if you're funny and you can make me laugh all the time if you can just keep up with my my energy and my creativity and we can have deep conversations and be creative together and you have a lot of ambition and drive like those are the categories for me it's so funny because people are always like well are you a are you a boob person are you a leg person are you an ass person you know what are you attracted to and it's like fuck let me see how you work under pressure let me see how you can organize a a, a messy ass room and (laughs) 
have fun with it. Like those are the things that like light me up inside. Like I don't give a fuck about Baby, like Are you are you sure it's not my ankles? I'm just wondering. Are, are you saying ankles because I said like I'm a leg leg ankle? I, I look at ankles. I I don't stop calling me out. This is embarrassing. Do not. No, I think that a lot of I think a lot of the things you said are very true, and I think that um, I think that's honestly more important than the physical part for for me anyway. Um, no, I am no longer physically attracted to men, but also I I would venture to say that even if I met a man that was like super fucking cool, we got along really great. He immediately became one of my best friends that's all he would be like there would be no further sexual desire there there's just like I said a very defined line that I have crossed where it's like I just could never see myself going to the other side of it but being attracted to personality can go on you know a lot of different layers and maybe they're just friends type of thing right yeah I don't know this is all a good conversation I feel like we could talk about this forever and um you know it goes so many ways even just like with transitioning people who um you know start off in a lesbian relationship even just like kind of like meeting Blaine and talking to Blaine and then um you know going from lesbian to trans man um you know there are things that change in relationships and I think everything in life is fluid everything should be not just surface and appearance and really get to know your person, really get to know why, um, what it is that attracts you because, you know, the outer shell, the, the physical appearance that will eventually fade and change and you'll have to grow with that too. So I think, yep. um, the biggest thing is like, you know, allow yourself to love yourself, the person you're with, um, and the rest will fall into place and, and don't beat yourself up if you're stuck in the middle and, you, and you're, and you're feeling like you have to decide, you don't have to decide anything. Do, do what makes you happy, do what's right for you. And at the end of the day, that's all that matters. Yep. I agree completely. Be attracted to the person on the inside, including 100%. yourself. Okay. You guys, well, um, we love you and until next time, until next time, meet, meet, meet. meet. You and me.